All right, guys, how are we doing today? It's Thursday, April 19th, and I appreciate everyone joining me today. Um, today, we're going to talk about the upcoming UFC Fight Night, uh, which is going down in Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, the main event is Edson Barboza versus Kevin Lee. Um, Edson Barboza, as you know, is the number five ranked lightweight in the world. Uh, number six is Kevin Lee, of course. Um, he is the Motown Phenom, which just fought, if I'm not mistaken, Tony Ferguson and lost by submission. Um, Kevin Lee did go through a terrible weight cut and actually had staph infection going through that through that fight, so... Um, take that with whatever grain of salt you want to. Um, <clears throat> Edson Barboza Jr., <laughs> the best striker in the lightweight division, some would say. Um, he's 19 and 5 uh, from Brazil, and he is coming off of a defeat actually from the lightweight champion currently, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, Khabib is a monster, so. Uh, losing one to him isn't that much of a knock on your record. <clears throat> so anyways, uh, how do we think that fight's going to go? Let's see. Kevin Lee, uh, he has some of the best wrestling in that entire division. Um, he actually has great striking, too. It's evolved a lot. Let's see. His Striking accuracy is 42%. Uh, he absorbs three strikes per minute. Uh, and he has a 52.34% striking defense. He lands about 3.64 strikes per minute as well, which is, I guess, not too bad. Barboza's 3.79 significant strikes landed per minute. That is significant strikes, too, by Kevin Lee, which is 3.64. Not just strikes, so <clears throat> that's not too bad. Uh, takedown average, Kevin Lee, 3.45 takedowns per round, I take it. Or maybe that's fight. Um, and I'm on the UFC.com event page, too, if you want to take a look for yourself. Uh <clears throat> Barboza is .54 takedowns average, so he's a striker. He's not taking anyone down. Uh, I'd be surprised if he trains a lot of it besides just takedown defense, to be honest with you, because I never see him take anyone down, which he doesn't need to. He's, you know, debatedly the best striker in that division. Um, And Barboza does have an 83.33% takedown defense. Let's see. That's really good, too. So, <clears throat> Edson Barbosa is coming off a defeat. So is Kevin Lee. Uh, this is a good fight. This is as good as it gets in that division, to be honest with you. Who do I think will win? I think Kevin Lee will edge Barbosa out. Um, Kevin Lee has one of the best... One of the most elite athletic bodies in that division. Uh, Barbosa does too, but Kevin Lee has a different, a different type of athletic prowess to him. He's just a monster when it comes to takedowns. His probably right under Khabib as far as takedowns go, and he's super underrated for that. A lot of people don't know him for that because he's been so good at striking lately. 
Uh, that's something he's worked on a lot. Um, so yeah, I think Kevin Lee probably will will end up getting that one. Um, but we'll see though. Barboza just came off a loss. Uh, I'm sure he's super hungry to get a win now and super hungry to get uh, something in the win column. Um, he did probably get that rub, that so-called rub you get when you face someone top-notch or a champion. You know, you've been in there with someone who's that superb as far as, you know, their skills. So, you know, there's a certain rub you get from that where you almost you get better, essentially. And uh, you're just more comfortable in that situation if you're there again by getting taken down and stuff. So, you know, that's something to play into, too. So <clears throat> it's a great fight, a great fight. Flip a coin. And from there we have Edgar versus Swanson. Um, Frankie Edgar just came off of a, uh, a brutal loss to uh, Ortega, actually, who's supposed to be fighting Max Holloway for the featherweight championship. Uh, Frankie, the answer, Edgar, he's 21-6, and six, and Cub Swanson's 25-8. and eight. Now, let's see, who did Cub Swanson fight last? Let's check that out. <clears throat> Cub Swanson lost to Brian Ortega as well. What do you know? Finished. And before that, he beat Artem Lobov in a five-round decision. He beat Dohu Choi in a round three decision. Cub Swanson, round three decision. So it looks like he gets a lot of his wins by decision. But getting a decision on Frankie, Frankie's the type of guy you got to finish if you're going to beat him. You know, being him to a decision is something really hard. We did see Jose Aldo do it twice. So, I mean, Jose Aldo is probably the greatest featherweight of all time, though. So, <clears throat> Edgar versus Swanson. I'll probably go with Edgar with that one. Uh, Edgar is possibly a little shop-worn, though, and he's starting to show signs of it in his last fights. Uh, I think, personally, uh, he is going to go into the Hall of Fame for one of the greatest fighters to ever live. Uh, he is a former featherweight champion, excuse me, lightweight champion, lightweight champion. He's going after the featherweight belt right now, but, uh, he beat BJ Penn and I want to say Dubai. Yep. On the same card that Anderson Silva fought Damian Maya. He fought BJ Penn and won the belt on that card. Um, he would fight BJ Penn again and actually beat him again as well, but I'll probably say Edgar, but Swanson, you can't count him out. Let's see, from there we have Justin Big Pretty Willis uh, versus Chase the Vanilla Gorilla Sh Sherman. Um, I don't really know too much about these two fighters, but you know they're still fairly young. In the heavyweight division right now, if anybody's been watching MMA, the heavyweight division is, is pretty shallow right now, to be honest with you. Um, we do need a lot of competition in there for these for this division to move forward and to become essentially exciting again. Um, <clears throat> you kind of got a lot of those old guys like Fabricio Verdum and Junior Dos Santos uh, still hanging in there in the top five. So and they've kind of taken <sighs> brutal, brutal finishes lately. Um, but they're still in the top five. There's no real, real stars emerging from there except, you know, Francis Ngannou. Um Curtis Blades too. He's another one. He's right up there as well. He's he's actually one of the the better fighters in that division. So I'm very curious to see what he does going forward. 
Um, but yeah, Justin Willis versus Chase Sherman. Uh, Justin Willis is six and one. Uh, Chase Sherman is eleven and four. Uh, Big Pretty Willis has a sixty-seven percent knockout rate, and Sherman has an eighty-two percent knockout rate. Uh, none of them have any submissions on the record. Um, they're both uh, about the same in height. Actually, Willis is seventy-three inches tall. Sherman is 76 inches, uh, weight 264 for Sherman, or excuse me, for Willis, and for Sherman is 250, uh, reach is the same, leg reach is almost the same, uh, Sherman edging him out by two inches, but, so we'll see what happens, that's a good fight, it looks like a knockout is definitely coming from somebody in that fight, uh, from there we go on to the next fight, which is David Branch versus Tiago Santos. Tiago de Lima Marelta Santos. I hope I said that right. <clears throat> David Branch is number eight in the middleweight division. Uh, Tiago Santos is number 12. Um, Branch is sporting a 21 and 4 record. Let's see who he fought last. I believe he fought Luke Rockhold and took an L. Let's see. Yep, Luke Rockhold, and that was back September 16th. <laughs> my birthday's the 15th, so that's the day after my birthday. Um, and before that, he fought Christo, Jatko. Let's see, lost to Rosamar Palhares and beat Rich Atanio. So, I don't know. I don't know. Tiago Santos is a beast himself, too. Um, he does have a 71% finish rate, so if that tells you anything. Let's see. He's actually on a, wow, four-fight win streak. He'd be Anthony Smith, Jack Hermanson, Gerald Merchart, Jack Marshman, and yeah, so he's on a four-fight win streak. He's looking really good, too, right now, and he actually finished all four of those fights by knockout. Wow. Whew. David Branch is, is a step up in competition than, let's say, Anthony Smith or Jack Hermanson. So, you know, that is something to be said also. But Tiago Santos, he looks like he's just a straight-up monster. I'll probably go with Santos in that fight. <clears throat> um, we don't know how shop-worn Branch is from, you know, his World Series of Fighting stint where he was actually a double champion. And he has taken a loss here in the UFC. And it was actually... He got beat up pretty bad against Luke Rockhold. So, the next, we have the Funk Master, Aljamain Sterling. He's the number eight ranked fighter in his division uh, against Brett the Pikey Johns. Um, yeah, Brett Johns is number 14. So, this is, what do you call those fights where you give someone to kind of get back on track that they've taken a loss? Uh... That's the type of fight that it is. This seems like to me. I mean, Brett Johns is undefeated, so you know that says something. Also, but half his fights he goes to the decision. So you know, Sterling, you know, he's a, he's he's the elite of that division. So I don't see him getting a decision against Sterling is not something that's easy. That's for sure. If you finish him, you finish him. But that's. Sterling's a real deal. He's got great top control, one of the best wrestlers there. He actually trains out of 
uh, Chris Weidman and Ray Longo and Matt Sarah's gym up in New York. So we all know that they're some of the best grapplers in UFC history. You know, some could debate that. Um, so yeah, Sterling, he, he should be able to get on his feet with this fight. Um, you know, if, if Brett Johns would have had a higher finish rate, which is knockout finishing rate is only 13%, that's pretty low. And that's kind of the way you need to get Sterling. You're not going to outgrapple him, I don't think. So I'll go with Sterling for that fight. Let's see. Next and last fight on the main card is Jim Miller versus Dan Hooker. Um, Jim Miller, 28 and 11. Uh, which don't let that 11 fool you because Jim Miller is one of the best. And he has that 11 because he has fought the best pretty much his whole UFC career. Uh, Dan, the hangman hooker, New Zealand's finest, is sporting a 16-7 and record. Um, both are solid on the ground. They both have a 50% submission rate uh, for all their fights, so that's really good. Um Let's see, Dan Hooker is 72 inches while Jim Miller is 68 inches. Uh, Dan Hooker does have a longer reach too. Hmm. I might go with Hooker, but I don't feel confident in all in that actually. Let's see who Dan Hooker's actually fought last. I'm kind of curious about that now. Let's see. Dan Hooker defeated Mark Diakasi by round three submission. Interesting. Uh, but Mark is kind of mainly a stand up fighter. Let's see. Ross Pearson and actually got performance of the night, knocking him out. Wow. Uh, he lost to Jason Knight by decision. And let's see. Round one submission against Mark Ediva. Ediva. So, hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I may go with Hoker. I don't know. I may go with Hoker. Yeah, I'll probably go with Dan Hooker. Excuse me. Uh, next, we won't really go into detail, but uh, Ryan LaFlair versus Alex the Dominican Nightmare Garcia. LaFlair is an up-and-comer, too. So is Garcia. That'll be an interesting fight. Uh, both are, are, are very elite. Let's see. Marab... Wow. D-V-A-L-I-S-H-V-I-L-I. I'm not even going to try to say that. <clears throat> but he's from Georgia. Not <laughs> Georgia, North Carolina, but the country Georgia. Uh, Ricky Simon, 10-1. and one. Ricky Simon. Marab is 7-3. So that looks like a pretty competitive fight. And let's see. Sayar Bahadurzada, the Great, versus Luan Chagas, Tarzan. Uh, Anderson versus, oh, Corey Anderson. There we go. Where you been, brother? Corey, the, the overtime Anderson, number 10 ranked versus number 11 ranked Patrick Durkin Cummins. Yeah, we all know Cummins, man. He is a beast on the ground, so I'm glad to see he's back in action. Um, he is coming off of, of an injury, so nasty injury. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember seeing him on social media. 
uh, sporting an injury. Um, early prelims on Fight Pass are Leslie Smith versus Aspen Lod. Uh, let's see. Martin versus Tony Martin versus Keita Nakamura. So that'll be a good fight. Oh, and almost forgot on the Fox Sports 1's prelims, we have not the Fight Pass prelims, but the Fox Sports 1 prelims, which aired 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Fox Sports 1's prelims air at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But Fox Sports 1's prelims, this is the ones that are on cable, not Fight Pass. <clears throat> uh, a fight I forgot to mention is Magomed Bebelotov versus Yoka Saki, Sasaki. So... Should be a good fight. Um, and there it is. I hope you guys liked my breakdown. Um, I'm curious to know what are your thoughts on the card. And uh, this should be an awesome... This is an awesome card right here, especially for a Fox Sports 1 card. Um, you're obviously not going to get what you would get on a pay-per-view card. But this is a really, really strong card, actually. Um, yeah, I know the UFC has gotten a lot of flack for their recent Fox cards, and you know, I'm glad to see they're putting some talent on these now and actually putting some important and very highly competitive fights. So I'm, I'm, I'll be watching every fight of that main card, and more than likely I'll watch the prelims as well. So, hey, if you're an MMA fan, it's a great time to be alive because there are some great fights coming up. Also, recently we had McGregor getting in his troubles <clears throat> you know I don't know if anyone knows what's going to happen with that but it's so it's so fun I don't even want to use fun but it's so interesting seeing <laughs> just seeing the journey of this guy's life it's definitely interesting I will say the most um, or say the least however you say that, that phrase but <clears throat> anyways thank you for tuning in um, I'm going to be posting some more content too. Uh, I'm not just going to stick to MMA. I do love MMA. This is something I do as, out of passion. You know, something that I, I pay attention a lot. So I want to make sure that I share you guys some news and and some topics and my thoughts on uh you know MMA today. But uh, yeah, we'll bring to you some fitness, some health uh, content. Um, just you know how to be successful in life, how to deal with life. You know, life is crazy. I wish they had a how-to manual on how to get through life. You know, it's just it's trial and error and just trying not to make the same mistakes again and, and making the best of it. You know, we only get one life, at least I believe. So, yeah. Hope you guys are having a good day. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye.